0: 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 834. Here's uh, Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. And this morning, we have Ammon Bundy on the line with us this morning. Before we get to Ammon and get his thoughts, on the uh, jury reaching their verdict yesterday, their decision in the uh, civil case between Ammon Bundy and St. Luke's. Um, I wanted to try and get to where all this began. Uh, began. Um, this began, if you remember right, um, with a case of baby Cyrus and evidence that CPS agents, Meridian Police and St. Luke's staff, um, taking baby Cyrus uh, away from the uh, parents. And there's a video out. I can't, it's too long to play. I can't play the whole video. Now, if you do want to see it yourself, I I invite you to listen to the whole thing because it is Hammond Bundy going over the original case where this, this court case and the civil hearing and the lawsuit led to. Um, If you want to look it up on YouTube you look it up under evidence that CPS agents, Meridian police and St. Luke staff are lying about why they took baby Cyrus. So once again the voice you hear uh, in the audio from this video is from Ammon Bundy.
1: I'm about to give you, you can decide if Idaho CPS agents, Meridian police officers and St. Luke staff are telling the truth about what really took place with baby Cyrus if they broke the law, and if his grandfather and I were justified in exposing them. So there are only three conditions in which the state can legally take a child from his parents. Those are, one, they must have evidence of excessive abuse, or two, evidence of extreme neglect, or three, the child is in imminent danger of death or physical harm. So there's no question. This is the baby when they took him. When Radium police took him. Now, let's watch him here. Let's watch this. So he's in his mother's arms. She's terrified. Terrified that they're going to take him. And they're trying to take him. Look at him. He's content there. Uh, Let's keep watching. Because I think it's important that we look at this. Because we need to look at... Cyrus. Look at him as far as his condition. Does he look like he's malnutritioned? Does he look like he's been neglected? Does he look like he's been abused? Is he in imminent danger? He's certainly. Certainly not any of those three. I mean, the police seem to be posing a danger here, but but look at him. He's attentive. He's He doesn't know what's going on. The cute little Look at him. His mother's terrified, but he's just with his mother. Here he is. Is this a baby that looks like he's been abused? As you could tell at this point, there is no evidence of abuse. There's no evidence of neglect. And he is not in imminent danger of death or physical harm in any way.
0: That, uh, once again, uh, audio from a video that a- Ammon Bundy, I believe you posted that yesterday, correct? Let's bring in Amon yes. Bundy. Thanks for being on with us uh, this morning, getting uh, your side of uh, this story. Uh, you posted that video yesterday if people want to check it out on YouTube.
2: Yeah, they can go to YouTube just under Ammon Bundy, my channel or whatever, and it's it's posted there.
0: And there's there's a lot more. We can't we it's a 15-minute video so we we can't play the whole video, but it goes into where the hospital is. Um it shows baby Cyrus as uh police um basically take the baby into the hospital and then it shows the baby baby Cyrus in the hospital. So once again, if you want to check that out, that's what led up to um the case yesterday because court case relates to protests that you and Diego Rodriguez who is uh, baby Cyrus's grandfather, right? Correct. Um, held outside St. Luke's Hospital uh, back in March of last year. Uh, so the first thing I want to do. Um, what did you think yesterday when uh, you heard the jury hand down um, between everybody in this case uh, over fifty million dollars, twenty six point five million uh, in compensatory damages and twenty five point eight million in punitive damages? Um, St. Luke's attorney Eric Stidham had estimated. Um, a a fair valuation of the case would have been around 16 million. So there's a lot more um, money that was uh, decided that uh, you, along with Diego Rodriguez, people's right networks and uh, freedom and press and freedom and pack are going to, Oh, what was the first thing you thought when you, you heard this decision come down?
2: Well, I be honest with you was I'm just embarrassed for the courts. I mean, that <laughs> they've allowed this to happen, that they have not stopped this, and just basically allowed this institution, which is, you know, St. Luke's is the largest institution in Idaho. It employs more people than any other institution. And uh, they allowed, you know, them to use their attorneys and, and their power and influence in the courts to just manipulate it to the point where, they have turned this into something that it was, you know, that's not even close to reality. And so, my, I guess, my initial uh, thoughts was just embarrassment for the Ada County Courts.
3: So, you do believe the judgment is uh, excessive, or should there have been just no judgment whatsoever?
2: No, this is this is what's called a slap lawsuit. And uh, it's, it's illegal in most states to even bring up a slap lawsuit, but, it, 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 but you can bring them up in Idaho. But the judge is supposed to recognize that and stop the process. And uh, that it, it's, it's so that it protects free speech, so that people can speak the truth and not be just overwhelmed and overcome by lawfare, by large institutions, mostly corporations, or even the government. Uh, for them speaking out freely against what they know and believe to be true
0: now i know if this were something that god decided against me i don't have 12 million dollars um and i don't know if you do too so i'll ask you do you do you have 12 million dollars that you're able to pay
2: no not not at all i mean and you know in in a sense it's that's beside the point. When it comes to what they are wanting, um, they're trying to protect their reputation from something bad that they did, and they're using the courts. And, and so, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't have twelve million dollars, and and not only that, they continued to uh, sue People's Rights, which is not a legal entity in Idaho or anywhere, um, and they knew this, uh, but they continued, and the judge allowed it. They also continued to sue Ammon Bundy for governor, um, knowing that 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 uh, has been, you know, that uh, campaign has been closed with the secretary of state. And so in essence, it's just a triple jeopardy for me uh, because they're they're going to try to take and get that money from people's rights from me and uh, and also the money that they sued Anna Bundy for governor, they're going to try to get that from me because there are, there are no legal entities. And the same with Diego.
3: On the day in question, do you believe that you harassed medical professionals? Absolutely not.
2: In no way, in no shape or no form. Absolutely not.
3: Were you intending that day to block ambulances?
2: No, I never blocked any ambulances. That's a lie. And the, the day that, just, just I'll just prove one, one thing to you when it comes to that, uh, those accusations. The day that they shut down the hospital and said that they did it because of protesters, and then they blamed that on me, I was not even at the hospital that day. And I have a very great alibi, because I was in trial. I was in the courtroom in trial defending myself against the, the accusations uh, from the Capitol building. I was there all day, and they must have not realized that and have never put those pieces together, or they did realize it, and they don't care. They're just going to lie to the public anyway. Did your
0: attorney present that to the... Now is Was this a jury trial, or was this just in front
2: of the judge? So the judge decided I was guilty on her own. And then the jury trial was just how much the St. Luke's was going to get to take from Diego and I.
3: Now you were not actually represented at this trial, correct? That's correct. And I did, did not participate. Did you feel it was in your best interest not to participate?
2: I did, especially at first, um, because the lawsuit, if you remember, and if it, people want to go back to the, you know, to the news reports. Uh, St. Luke is saying, we're only going to sue for $300,000, and that would mean $50,000 for me personally. We're only going to sue them, and then we're going to give that money to a charity. That's what they said. And and when that all rolled out, I'm like, well, I would spend way more than $50,000 trying to defend myself against this. It's not even worth participating in. Plus, you know, I the whole thing was, illegitimate. It just was a, a political move because I'd been such a thorn in their thigh. And so I decided not to participate. Plus I was in the middle of a campaign, a statewide campaign for a governor, running for governor. And, uh, so with all that together, I decided, well, it wasn't worth it. It would, it would be only $50,000. Well, and the court has a duty by law. If I don't respond to default the case, uh, uh, quickly and she did not do that judge lynn norton did not default the case at when she should have which it should have been in may and uh she just left the case open and now has allowed st luke's to get a 50 million dollar uh judgment against me
3: did and you Diego. did you consult with an attorney as to what could possibly happen in this case
2: oh yeah i'm very aware i mean you have to understand that i I've been through major major trials before. Uh I've defended myself, you know, on many 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 times. Uh and so this is not something that I'm naive in or or you know, unaware of.
0: Looking back on it now where you decided not to get an attorney and and, and participate um, do you wish at some point you would have spent a little bit of money and say, "Look, look, what are my options here? Um, what can they do?" Uh, do you think an attorney would have helped you with with a little better
2: advice? No, this would have it would have been the exact same results. This mm-hmm. was a political prosecution from the beginning. Uh, I've been, like I said, involved in these things from you know, and it would have been the exact same results. the only difference was I would have spent hundreds of thousands on attorneys.
3: Part of the judgment was based upon online messages that were allegedly from your group harassing those uh, involved in the case. Did your group post messages with this intent in mind to harass?
2: I have no idea and take no responsibility for what other people do. I take responsibility for myself, and I never have read anything that was harassing or threatening to anybody that... I have read. Um, They claim that there was, but they also claim many things that are absolute lies. For example, and you watch that video, uh, Dr. Rachel uh, Thomas, who was the doctor that said multiple times, and and people can go to that video uh, on my YouTube channel and listen to what she says. She says multiple times that uh, the baby is healthy. She actually says it. And she says that this is, there's no, uh, the baby is not in imminent danger. She says there's no acute, and the the ambulance records say the exact same thing. But yet in court, she says, in my opinion, if he had been allowed to go home with his parents and continued on the trajectory he was on, he would have died. She, she's lying. It's got to be one or the other. She's flat out lying. They lied to the jury. And. Her- They had. There is no. There is not one bit of evidence. Not one, even small piece of evidence that that I threatened, intimidate, harassed. Nothing. Not not one. There is not one bit of evidence that anything I said was a misrepresentation of the truth. None. There's none of that because everything I said was uh, was true and honest. Talking with none of that, but.
0: We need to take a break here, Ammon. Um, We're talking with Ammon Bundy once again this morning uh, about the uh, most recent uh, decision, civil case, between uh, Ammon Bundy and St. Luke's Hospital in Meridian. We're going to need to take a break here. Uh, We'll get a final check on traffic. Uh, Ammon, um, would you be willing to take some phone calls this morning? Sure. Sure. All right, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you'd like to uh, ask Alan Bundy a uh, question this morning, here's your chance. Go ahead and give us a call, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 8.53 once again, uh, talking uh, live exclusively with Ammon Bundy uh, over the uh, recent jury uh, decision, reaching its decision in a civil case. Uh, ends up being over 50 million dollars 26.5 million in compensatory damages 25.8 million in punitive damages Ammon Bundy uh, specifically himself uh, the court uh, said liable for $6.2 million in compensatory damages, $6.1 million in punitive damages. Um, and, Alan, before we uh, get to uh, some phone calls and emails here, um, I just want to ask you now, as you talked about as we were going to break, um, that you had alleged that some of the evidence uh some of the the decisions that you made there was no evidence put forward do you regret your decision now to to not take part or have an attorney there so they could put that evidence forward for you
2: It, it it wouldn't have mattered the media has defamed me in such a way that i could never get a fair trial in ada county never and that's proven like several times over and uh you know i've been a thorn in the thigh of the establishment here in idaho for quite a while and this is their mechanism to try to destroy me i do not believe that the outcome would have been any different other than i probably would have had to mortgage my home and lost it and everything else uh trying to pay for attorneys
0: dave writes in uh email mike at com says um Bundy is a victim of our government. It's corrupt way of hushing someone who will go against them. That's all I see here. Where the hell is the justice? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Ammon Bundy with us, and he has agreed to take uh, a phone, few phone calls, questions from you. If you have questions for Ammon this morning, uh, feel free. we got a couple of minutes to get him in here. John from Oregon um, in this morning. You have a question for Ammon Bundy. Good morning, people.
4: Yes, going back from Burns, Oregon, all the way to your tax at St. Luke's, how is your criminality different than Donald Trump?
2: Well, if you remember what happened, you remember what happened in the federal uh, trial in Burns. Um, So, you know, uh, you can take it from there. And... uh, and there's a very similar thing was happening in Oregon. The federal government was attacking a family who had been ranching there for many generations. And uh, they had used the courts to try to uh, punish that family to the point where they would give up. Um, and uh, I stepped in and exposed that and uh, ended up getting, helping with that family to come home and they received a pardon. Uh, we were found not guilty on all on all counts and, uh, you know, was able to go home to my family. So I don't, really don't know what this guy is talking about in the sense of negativity because that trial and that case just proves exactly what I've been doing and why I do it and proves that someone needs to do this. I mean, what were we supposed to do, just let baby Cyrus be taken by the state wrongfully and and just take months and months and months to get him home. Uh, and then what did we do wrong? I mean, we peacefully protested in front of the of the hospital and CPS offices, just like we have a right to do. And we, you know, we made a lot of noise in doing that and got a lot of attention, but we did it peacefully and correctly according to the First Amendment of the U.S. United States Constitution.
0: 208 pounds 670 on your Verizon wireless. Can you uh, stay with us through uh, into one more segment? We've got to take a break here for news at the top of the hour. We're talking with Ammon Bundy. Can you stick around for a few more minutes? Sure. All right, we'll take a, a break. Um, we got Lee Joe on the line, wants to ask a question. If you have a question, uh, Ammon Bundy has agreed to uh, take your phone calls this morning. Uh, go ahead and give us a call right now if you have a question for Ammon Bundy. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, getting his thoughts on the court case yesterday. In his own words, we'll have more with Ammon Bundy on the way. Don't forget, coming up here next hour, we'll also have train tickets to give away. We'll tell you how to win that. That's all on the way. Don't go away. It's 857. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 904, and once again with us uh, this morning, I am in Bundy. Uh, We're talking about the uh, recent court case, jury... Reached a decision yesterday in the civil case between, uh, Ammon and St. Luke's Hospital in Meridian. Ruling in favor of the hospital, jury settled on a total of 26.5 million in compensatory damages, 25.8 million in punitive, uh, damages. Which, by the way, I just want to say that St. Luke's attorney Eric Stidham estimated, uh, that 16 million would be, uh, fair valuation before the, uh, case went to court. And as you can see, um, Over 50 million, way, way, way more than the 16 million that uh, St. Luke's thought would uh, be fair. Uh, Ammon Bundy, responsible for uh, 6.2 million of that in compensatory damages, 6.1 million in uh, punitive damages. Ammon, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you if you had things to do uh, differently all over again, would you handle anything about this case differently?
2: No. Uh, We did it. Well, within our rights, the First Amendment is very clear. It says that we have the right to speak, and we have a right to speak out against people. It also says we have the right to assemble, meaning we can assemble people and get them together to speak out. And then we have a right to grieve our government for redress, which means we can come together, speak, assemble, and ask the government or whoever's hurting us to stop. Stop doing this and correct the matter. And that's exactly what we did. And we did it peacefully. We did it according to the very steps that are set forth in the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. And because large institutions like St. Luke's have millions and millions of dollars in annual budgets for for, for legal uh, battles and for attorneys they can now go into the courts and just completely control and dominate the courts because they have millions of dollars and the courts are allowing them to do this. Even when the action that they're saying they're opposing is first amendment protected action. And it's very dangerous because they want you to sit down and shut up. And it doesn't matter if you even take, even they even take your baby, you have to sit down and shut up. And if you say anything about it, And they're going to sue you in the courts. And they're going to just overwhelm you and completely dominate you in the courts. And I I wasn't willing to participate in that lawfare. And uh, I believe I did the exact right thing. I know I did the exact right thing when it came to getting baby Cyrus back to his parents. And and, uh, I don't believe that uh, our rights are maintained in the courts. In fact, I believe that in many cases, historically, they're taken there.
3: Do you believe there are uh, any limits uh, to how we are allowed to protest in this country? Are, are there any limits that uh, are on it?
2: Yeah, the First Amendment says peaceful.
3: But as far, as like, as, far as like where you are or, uh, you know, if, if, if it's inconveniencing somebody, is, is any of that a consideration? No, not,
2: not the First Amendment says peaceful. And of course, I don't have a right to be on somebody else's property. And never was I on St. Luke's property, except that Friday night when they had taken the baby, and I demanded for them to take to give him back. But all our protests, you know, that they're basically suing me for uh, being in front of St. Luke's Boise in Boise. All of that was done on the sidewalk on a public right-of-way.
3: They claim on that on that first night that you were asked to leave the ambulance bay and did not do it. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, that is correct but and they arrested me and they charged me for trespassing and I went through that and i i uh, i I gave them that I gave them I said, okay, I was trespassing on your property, and I was convicted for that so you played, you pled guil-
0: you pled guilty to that
2: I pled guilty to that
0: all right
2: now I mean in my defense. Uh, I did that as a kind of a peace offering. Say, hey, look, right. I'll give you this. Uh, I, I don't I don't believe I was guilty in the sense that I, I was clearly on their property. But I don't believe that you could take somebody else's baby and then go take it into your private property. And then when some people come to say you've got to give that baby back, that those people are now committing trespass. I don't believe that that, in anybody's right mind, just mine would justify, you know, a trespass. But I said, hey, look, I'm willing to give this to you as a peace offering. And uh, they wouldn't take it. Just like I said, I'd be willing to give you everything I own as a peace offering. And they wouldn't take it. I have been multiple times through this process. I just tried to say, hey, look, don't escalate this. You know, all I want is peace. And they have continued to escalate to the point where now they got a $50-plus million dollar judgment against the grandfather and I for speaking out and peacefully protesting against them taking this baby, wrongfully taking them.
0: We're talking with Ammon Bundy once again this morning. Um, he has taken some, uh, a few phone calls this morning. I know you've been waiting on the line, Lee Joe. Uh, Lee Joe and Meridian, you have a question for Ammon Bundy.
1: Uh, yeah, my question for
2: Ammon is, what does he think about the judge excluding all of Diego, uh, Diego's evidence, the grandfather's evidence, uh, from being seen by the jury during this trial? Um, he submitted, I believe, like twenty documents to the uh, to the
0: judge, and, and none were allowed as evidence. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah,
2: well, it's it's a terrible thing because. I chose not to participate, but Diego, the grandfather, did choose to participate. And yet because I chose to participate, they just moved forward like Diego didn't even have a voice. And Diego's over here raising his arms and going, hey, what about me? What about my rights? What about my due process? And they just ignored him like the case was only about me and not about him, too. Uh, He he wanted to participate. He filed motions. He asked for discovery. St. Luke's never produced discovery in this case to to Diego, never. Meaning he never got the the evidence that he was uh, legally had a right to. St. Luke's attorneys withheld that and then just pushed forward. And the judge just went right along and just marching us to the gallows and marching Diego to the gallows, even when he's saying, wait a minute, I have rights here. It just shows that it's a bias and it shows their their design it it was not for justice this was not for justice this is a show trial
3: you uh, elected uh, as is you're right not to uh, participate in the trial now moving forward uh, are, are there going to be uh, appeals and things like that for which you will have to uh, em- employ uh, attorneys or or will you have the uh, uh, the choice not to participate still
2: i have i have no intention on participating there's only room for argument when there's doubt and I have no, I have no reason to participate. And, you know, I will defend my, my property. I'll just defend my life. Uh, and I will continue to live my life as I choose to live it. I'm, these, I mean, people like uh, Rosa Parks, she were convicted. They were convicted and then they appealed it. And the appeals courts, upheld the conviction. I mean, let, I mean, there's so many examples of courts being misused, especially when it comes to people, uh, you know, protesting or activism. Um, I could give you, we could be here for hours explaining how the courts are not the mechanism in which you secure your liberty and secure your property. We've just been duped into believing that so that we'll run to the court and ask a judge, uh, to, to give you something that you already own. And so I have no intention on, you know, wasting my life, spending all my life and money, uh, defending myself in a court that is clearly biased on a matter that is so clear, uh, that we don't need to have this huge process with millions of dollars involved.
0: Once again, we're talking with Ammon Bundy this morning. Ammon, uh, I want to go back to something you said right there, that you will uh, defend your property. What does what does that look like, and what do you mean by that when you say defend your property? What happens if they come in as as part of this court case saying that you owe this money, and they decide that you're going to take your property? Are, are, you say you're going to defend that. Are you talking through the courts, where it sounds like you said you're, you're not going to, or are you talking physically defend with a with a standoff of some sort.
2: So there's a again, we've been duped as a people into believing that our rights are maintained in the courts. And they're not. And they never have been. And I mean our rights right now that we have and that we've been able to enjoy in this country have not been, you know, preserved in a courtroom. Imagine if we went to you know, if the our founders went to the uh uh king george's court and said hey would you please just give us you know these colonies so that we can be free and would you please give us uh, independence so that we could be free um they would they would have just laughed about it or maybe they would have had some mock proceedings and said nope these the colonies are ours and your freedom is ours and all these other things can you imagine if if people, you know, in the civil rights era, if they just went to the courts and said, hey, can we be free? Uh, can can you treat us equally? Um, that, that doesn't work. It never has. And it's just, we've been duped into believing that that's where our rights are preserved, and they're not. They're preserved by claiming, using, and defending them. So and that's what I intend on doing.
0: Once again, I'll ask you the question, what does it look like when you say, I'm going to defend my property?
2: Why is I'm going to defend my property? How is that? How is that not clear? It, I'm
0: going in, to in defend which, my property in which way? Because you said you're not going to use the court. So in
2: whatever I need, whatever way I need to, I have no idea how they're going to. If even if they're going to try to take my property, I have no idea. You know, the choice is theirs. I am very clear. I'm going. The property belongs to me. I worked hard for it. My properties belong to me. I use them a benefit. My family lives in them lives in it we we need it we use it every day and i'm going to defend it how how can i be more clear all right i just i just wanted the, i just wanted to from, make
0: sure yeah um I've we need to take
2: from the beginning
0: we need to take a quick break here uh once again we've got two more people on the line uh, can you hold on for one more segment sure all right two more people on the line have questions for amon bundy once again we're talking with amon bundy uh court case decided and handed down yesterday jury reaching its decision on the civil case more with amon bundy on the way right after this drive home live and local with nate shellman this afternoon at three now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi 3700 three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon Wireless uh, final segment we have with uh, Ammon Bundy thanks for uh, I know you you're, you're sticking around a little longer than uh, I had told you're going to be with us but uh, thanks for sticking around a couple of uh, phone calls have questions for you this morning Alan from uh, Eagle you have a question for Ammon Bundy
2: Hey good morning man Hey uh, I'm not an attorney nor do I try to pretend I am on the radio but I'm wondering everyone is entitled to a public defender. Why why didn't you use a public defender? You're not entitled to a public defender on a civil case. Oh, uh,
0: okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm not an yeah. attorney. Only and, a criminal and, case. And
2: yeah. the other the other yeah, the the other side to this is is I asked the question like why would I participate, knowing the outcome and knowing the process and knowing of the amount of legal warfare that was going to be uh, used against me, why would I participate? That's like, that's like uh, you know, I mean, a good example of that is it's like an a NBA professional basketball team uh, going and participating in a game with a glo- uh, the Harlem Globetrotters. I mean, why would I participate and legitimate, legitimize that process? Uh, you know, why would I do that? Well, that's a good point. I just thought that having a real attorney, and I'm sure you're very knowledgeable, would have benefited you, but obviously it looks like you weren't
3: entitled to one.
2: Yeah, and I don't think it would have benefited me at all. Mm-hmm. The Ada County media has, you know, defamed me in such a way that I was never going to get a fair trial in Ada County. Never.
0: Thank you for the call, Alan. Appreciate it. Uh, Bill from uh, somewhere in Idaho. You have a question for Amon Bundy?
4: Well, I we have a question. It's more of a statement. I was uh, in the hospital when all that was going on and just completely got uh, my stomach surgery and was in a lot of pain and and uh, all that banging and crashing and horn honking, and I was in bad shape. And I just thought, who? why would anybody protest at a hospital for when there's people dying and on the verge of dying and and needed that little bit of rest. And the thing is, is when you, I understand your, what you were doing and and the cause for it, but you have to be, when you're dealing with this kind of situation, you have to think things through and be smart about it. Cause when you do uh, stupid things like that it undermines everything that you're trying to do. And if you wanted to protest, I would have went somewhere else like the Capitol building, something like that. But when you surround yourself, with a hand, I mean, a lot of the people there are probably good and good hearted and whatnot, but then also you're going to get this fringed knuckleheads that you will be affected by because they see you as the guy running it, whether you told them to do something or not. You're going to be painted with whatever they do, and you just have to be smart uh, about it. And um, this wasn't one of those occasions.
0: Ammon, you want to respond to that?
4: Yeah, I mean.
2: You know, uh, they had baby Cyrus in the hospital, and uh, he shouldn't have been there. They were withholding him from his mother. They knew that baby Cyrus uh, threw up anything but his mother's uh, breast milk and that he was deteriorating, and we weren't just going to just be outside uh, or go to the Capitol building and scream at an empty building where no one would ever listen or care. Uh, we were there for a very specific reason and sometimes, unfortunately, that's uncomfortable for people. And it's, it's inconvenient. And, uh, but that's what, that's what it takes in order to get, you know, those in power to back away. And that's why it's very specific in our First Amendment that we have these rights to assemble and we have these rights to speak and be heard and we have these rights to grieve government. So yeah. I mean, it's inconvenient. It's, it's difficult. Uh, there's lots of people that are, you know, negatively affected by this. Uh, but you can't just stand by and allow them to just take a baby and keep that baby away from his, his nutrition source uh, and his family uh, and, and be quiet about it. And going and screaming in empty buildings, acting like somehow that's that's going to make a difference, is just absurd. It doesn't work.
0: Ammon Bundy, uh, thanks for taking time with us this morning to uh, give your side. Uh, before we let you go, next steps do you do you have any idea what happens next?
2: Oh, I'm sure that St. Luke's will try to get you know the judge to order law enforcement, sheriffs, and stuff to try to take my property. I mean, either that or they're just happy with the win, makes them look good. People think that it's legitimate, and so they just move on and and don't push the issue. Could go either way.
0: Ammon Bundy, once again, thanks for uh, giving us your side, agreeing to be on with us, and taking some phone calls this morning. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, good luck uh, once again. If people want to see the uh, video that you uh, posted yesterday, that kind of gives a story around Baby Cyrus and how this whole thing all started ahead of the court decision yesterday. Where do they find that?
2: Uh, YouTube at Ammon Bundy uh, channel. Just I think just go to YouTube and Ammon Bundy and. It's the, uh, one of the top videos.
0: All right. Uh, thank you once again. Uh, Amon Bundy with us, uh, here this morning. We'll take a break. 208-336-3700-pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, if you'd like to, uh, weigh in on our conversation, uh, this morning, here's your chance to do it. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com.